0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSC. In today's show, we're going to be discussing Bitcoin analysts eyeing a V-shape. Bitcoin price bounces. The RSI hits a five-year low. I'm also going to be sharing with you a new Bitcoin bull cycle metric, which bottomed before 70% gains. We'll also be discussing mysterious Bitcoin wallet becomes the third largest Bitcoin hodler in under three months, now with over $3 billion. We'll also be discussing the trader who nailed the 2018 Bitcoin price floor predicts the bear market bottom for crypto. I'll be breaking down his outlook. We'll also be discussing Guggenheim predicts a $400,000 Bitcoin price prediction, as well as Blockware. They share that the Bitcoin price can reach $400,000 during the next halving epoch. I'll be breaking this down for you. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market, all this plus so much more in today's show. net. Welcome everyone just joining us. This is podcast episode number 1379. I'm your host JV and today is August 22nd, 2023. And naturally we have lots to cover. Unfortunately, the market is continuing on its downward spiral. We just broke that 26k resistance as you can see here in our market watch. We've got Bitcoin currently hovering just above $25,800. We have Ether barely holding on to $1,600. So the million dollar question becomes how low will she go? And checking out coinmarketcap.com, the crypto market cap barely holding on to that trillion-dollar milestone with about $28 in volume. But the past 24 hours, we have the Bitcoin dominance at 48.4% and the Ether dominance at 18.9%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week, virtually nothing, maybe just a handful, just a sea of losses, very unfortunate for the entire crypto market. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, of course, we're still in fear, today rated a 78. Last week was a 53 neutral and last month, a 54. Neutral as well. So there you have it. How many have been taking advantage of this recent dip? I mean, sub $26,000 Bitcoin seems like a bargain. If you're to ask me, let me know in that live chat. And now let's break down today's Bitcoin technical analysis and check out the charts and what is happening right now in the markets. Bitcoin stayed stubbornly anti trend today, August 22nd, as $26,000 became a magnet for the intraday Bitcoin price action. And again, we're just currently dropping right uh, below it. And regardless, the RSI readings, here's what someone had to share. At this stage, it feels like a game of chicken to see who is going to make the move to break the chop, according to material indicators. Now, analyzing liquidity on the Binance order book, he also notes that a broad lack of liquidity increasing the potential for a sharp move in either direction. Quoting the analyst here, the market is waiting to see if more bid or more asked liquidity is going to be attracted to the range. So far, we're seeing small amounts of bid liquidity ladder up from 20000 closer to the act trading zone, but no liquidity of any size, new or moved, has been stacked into the range, defending the price from the lower low. The implications were nonetheless potentially very serious for the bulls with the lower low, apt to risk even the 20000 support. Going forward, quoting the analysts again, needless to say, printing a lower low on this time frame has macro implications. Printing two lower lows would push the Bitcoin price to sub $20,000 levels. So a great question. How many of you are anticipating the Bitcoin price action? dropping below 20,000. Let me know. Now zooming out, Hope remain that Bitcoin can rescue its overall uptrend, so it's not all doom and gloom. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best, it's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line, it's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible In a dedicated video, we had crypto analyst Mikal Vene Pop shared that on the 12-hour time frames, the RSI measured less than 19 at the time of writing, near its lowest level since the 2018 bear market bottom. Daily levels were similar, reaching their lowest since the March 2020, NOVID cross-market crash, quitting him here. Every time we see such a move, you get a sort of V-shaped recovery back up, and it finds equilibrium on the higher floor. And he also added it was very likely that Bitcoin can stage a comeback to focus on 26.5 or more. Now. Next as the outlines here in this chart. He also shared that the current Bitcoin price action reminds me of September uh, 2020, absorption and slowly grind higher here for a while. And I can see this play out similarly. So there you have it. What are your thoughts? Do you feel we're likely to continue downwards, potentially sub 20,000 or even touching as low as 20,000? Or do you feel we're likely to continue climbing back up as uh, the analysts on the ladder uh, shared? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. Now let's discuss a new bull bolst- cycle amongst us right now, shall we? Check this out. The Bitcoin metric that nailed the pit of the 2022 bear market says its uptrend is still intact. Let's go. In a new post, the creator of on-chain analytics platform Look into Bitcoin shared some good news in the form of Bitcoin's realized cap HODL waves metric. Let's go. While last week's 10% Bitcoin price dip has upended some of the on-chain landscape, the R-HODL is one of the metrics taking the longer-term view of what remains a timely bull market. This metric takes existence. HODL waves data, which groups the Bitcoin supply when each coin or specifically the unspent transaction outputs last moved and weights it by the realized price. An example, the price at which it last moved, Quoting them here, peaks in younger age bands highlights the periods where they have a proportionally higher realized value waiting relative to the older realized value age band, said uh, Philip Swift. And he also shares, this is important to note as it indicates that the market is prepared to pay higher values for Bitcoin today and in recent times versus historical norms. This can be a good indicator that the market is becoming overheated. What are your thoughts? Now, currently, the bands of coins that last moved three to six months ago are rising, a phenomenon coming to the start of the Bitcoin's previous bull markets. And on the topic of the August drawdown on Bitcoin, Swift thus concluded that the recent price dip is the context of a much bigger bull trend. Quoting him again here, three to six months band trending up as new money comes back into the market equals new bull cycle. Let's go. Oh, Now, our HODL has an impressive record when it comes to Bitcoin price phases. Back in December of last year, when Bitcoin was circling as two-year lows of 15.6, which is the current market bottom, Swift used this metric to call the end of the euphoria among Bitcoin's speculative investor cohort, which he labels Taurus. He stated that that time that the market is likely now at these cycle lows, which means maximum risk, reward, opportunity, which I discussed in great detail yesterday, I said there's way more uh, reward than risk. Uh, Currently in the market. And beginning in January of this year, Bitcoin began a new uptrend that delivered 70% gains just in quarter one. And since then, investor composition has changed with the short term hodler entities holding Bitcoin for 155 days or less, reducing their overall exposure to their lowest since November of 2021. And the latest dip nonetheless increased pressure on those remaining speculators with almost 90% of the short term hodler coins now held at an unrealized loss. But I also like to point out that also the smart money, which are the whales, are continuing to accumulate. So even though the uh, short-term investors are, you know, the paper hands selling their uh, Bitcoin, potentially to BlackRock or MicroStrategy, whatever, big corporate interest out there, the smart money is continuing to hodl. And as you know, we like to follow the uh, the smart money. And with that being shared, fam, now let's discuss this new wallet, which came out of nowhere and uh, has now accrued over $3 billion worth of Bitcoin and less been three months. Who do you think owns this wallet? Well, let's look into it and discuss it, shall we? A mysterious Bitcoin wallet has surged up the ranks to become the third largest hodler of Bitcoin in the world in just over three months, with the timing sparking some wild theories about its owner. (laughs) According to data from crypto statistics platform BitInfo charts, the wallet address first received Bitcoin on March 8th. And over the course of the next three months and two weeks, the wallet had accrued a staggering 118,000 BTC worth over a billion Dollars at today's current prices. Now the rapid and significant accrual of Bitcoin within a single wallet addresses uh, has attracted its fair share of conjecture naturally on uh, X. Some users suggest it's mo- most likely a crypto exchange moving their funds while some more radical members have posted a more wild theory suggesting that BlackRock is the prime suspect. As shared here, this unknown address has accumulated over $3 billion worth of Bitcoin in the last three months. The prime suspect, my first major transaction, which was 3400 Bitcoin occurred on May 16, 2023, almost exactly 1 month later on June 15th when BlackRock filed for a spot Bitcoin ETF. Now, very interesting, right? Now, the current largest Bitcoin wallets in the world, according to BitInfo charts, are reportedly owned by Binance and Bitfinex and are Bitcoin cold storage wallets. The unknown Bitcoin well, wallet comes in third place and is then followed by another Binance cold wallet in fourth place. Now, BlackRock made waves in the crypto market, as we know, June 15th, filing an application for the Spot Bitcoin ETF product that, if accepted by the SEC, will be the first of its kind in the United States and completely change the game. BlackRock's Applications sparked a wave of filings for similar spot products from a horde of other Wall Street heavyweights, including Fidelity, Invesco, Wisdom Tree, and Valkyrie. The prospect of a spot Bitcoin ETF whipped crypto analysts into a frenzy, sharing their bullish predictions for the price of Bitcoin. With fundstrat's head of research Tom Lee suggesting the Bitcoin can reach a price of 150 to 180 thousand dollars per coin following the halving event scheduled to be in April 2024, which is now officially less nine months out. What are your thoughts though, fam? Let me know in the comments. And at the end of the show, I'll be reading everyone's comments out loud. Now let's discuss before we get into very bullish price targets, including this $400,000 prediction, which is the main topic for the day. First, let's discuss where's the Bitcoin price likely to bottom out. According to this uh, top analyst, let's discuss it. The trader who accurately called Bitcoin's 2018 bear market bottom is forecasting how the entire crypto market can carve a price floor for this cycle. Synonymous analyst. Blunts, what a username, love it. (laughs) Shared on social media X that he closely is looking at the total market cap of crypto, which is the total chart. Blunt says he sees the total chart losing about 15% of its value before crypto assets can witness a significant bounce. Quitting him here, looking at total paints the clearest picture of them all and far more than looking at either ETH or BTC on their own. Based off the total chart, I do believe the June lows still need to be swept before calling bottoms, but it will probably be the last good buying opportunity of the next few years. So seize the moment, fam. And as you can see in this total crypto market chart, you can see we're currently sitting at just barely above $1 trillion. He sees us dropping before rising to $1.4 trillion. So it appears that he expects the total market cap of all crypto to plummet to roughly $880 billion, wiping out $120 billion off the current market. The analyst is a popular practitioner of the Elliott Wave Theory, uh, which we commonly cover here. An advanced technical and analysis approach that attempts to predict the future price action by following crowd psychology that tends to manifest in waves. Blunt says that his prediction is based on a model that outlines an asset's potential correction after a steep rally based, uh, quoting him here, based off simple Elliott wave model, viewing the rise from the lows as an impulsive move and our corrective wave from the highs being around 70 to 80 percent complete. Now, let me know if you agree or disagree with uh, the crypto analyst. Do you think the crypto market cap needs to shed uh, enough? Another 120 billion before we rise back on up. Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. Now let's discuss Guggenheim's seven. I'm sorry, $400,000 price prediction. Scott Minard, who is their CIO, he originally made this prediction, I believe, towards the end of 2021. Now, unfortunately, he has had a heart attack and he passed. So he's no longer with us. He literally died in December of last year. But nonetheless, he still made this prediction. So we're going to cover it, and then we're going to discover uh, the outline uh, metrics from BlockWare and their 400000 prediction for the height of this cycle for the next halving reaching the epoch, which is also interesting because they're also suggesting a $400,000 price action per coin. Then we'll dive into our live uh, Q&A. So here we go. Uh, This was, again, this article was dated, as you can see here, January 18th, 2021. So this is roughly just over uh, two years ago. And at that time, Bitcoin was trading just above $41,000. So here's the prediction uh, coming from Scott Minard from uh, Guggenheim, a large, large asset manager. I think one thing that we are seeing is the sudden interest in retail. We are moving into a speculative frenzy, and perhaps it's time to take some money off the table. Now, the debate around Minard's two opposite comments for Bitcoin sparked curiosity amongst the crypto community when he said time to take money off the table, and he also added uh, on this Tweet. Uh, it was before it became X. It was right Twitter. So he shared Bitcoin's parabolic rise is unsustainable in the near term, vulnerable to a setback. The target technical upside of thirty-five thousand has been exceeded. Time to take some money off the table. And just at that time when he made that tweet, Bitcoin entered a strong correction. And over that time, Bitcoin tested support at thirty thousand twice before resuming back northwards. And also talking about the positive side, back to the four hundred thousand price prediction. The Guggenheim CI said that Bitcoin is becoming a favorable asset class slowly. That's right. And still remains positive on the Bitcoin price action for the long term, quitting him here. The other side of that is demonstrating that crypto is becoming much more mainstream. The $400,000 price I talked about was based off the supply of gold in the world. And crypto in a lot of ways is more attractive than gold. Let me know if you agree or disagree. I absolutely agree that Bitcoin is way more attractive than gold. And comparing it to the yellow metal market, Minnards said that Bitcoin comes with additional benefits like portability and ease of transactions. And note that Guggenheim Partners is already seeking $500 million worth of exposure to Bitcoin via the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, which is the GBTC product, the largest hodler of Bitcoin in the world. They currently control over 400,000 BTC. So this will be a 10% exposure to Bitcoin from $5 billion, Guggenheim's Macro Opportunities Fund. The investment giant's proposed SEC filing shall become effective. January 30 First, and when asked Minard of if any of their funds have been allocated into Bitcoin, Minard hinted that they are still waiting for the SEC to approve their proposal. He added that if client demand picks up, they would possibly consider some allocations. And he also revealed that some small private Guggenheim funds have done some allocations. Quoting him again, in some of our private funds, we have already purchased it. I recommended it to somebody. So if you believe what I said that it'll go to four hundred thousand dollars per coin eventually, then two of your portfolio will be 20% before this is all over. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Scott Minard. And again, rest in peace, the dude had a heart attack at the end of last year and is no longer with us. And with that being shared, now for our main story of the day, and that's the Blockware outline outlined prediction of a $400,000 Bitcoin price along with the math to back it up. Now this is pretty awesome. And again, shout out to everyone today in our live chat. I appreciate everyone's support. Shout out to Blockware Solutions, as they shared on X, how Bitcoin can reach $400,000 per coin during the next halving epoch. Brought to you by Blockware Intelligence. Here we go, 2024 halving analysis, understanding the market cycles and opportunities created by the halving unlike other commodities, Bitcoin has a predetermined algorithmic supply schedule, which cannot be changed. There are multiple factors contributing to the cyclical nature of Bitcoin's price, including network adoption and the macroeconomic environment. But the most impactful is the mining subsidy having. Yeah, that's right. Bitcoin's market cycles are unique due to its fully transparent blockchain, providing market participants with more granular information than any other asset class. And moreover, the predictable supply schedule for Further impacts the psychology of market participants. An example, demand. So, number one, havings reduced the sell pressure. Miners are the primary force of sell pressure on the price of Bitcoin. They receive all of the newly issued Bitcoin and a majority of which they must sell in order to fund operating expenses for their mining operations. The weakest miners on the network are eliminated and sell pressure is significantly reduced. The price of Bitcoin begins drifting up and a new wave of adoption then begins. And assuming a 35000 price action after the halving, the US dollar value of Bitcoin mined per year can drop from $11.5 billion to $5.5 Point seven billion dollars. That is 164,250 Bitcoin less mined every year, more than MicroStrategy's entire. Bitcoin Treasury. Now, after the inefficient miners capitulate, the profit margin increases for surviving miners, which further reduces the sell pressure. So, based on the post capitulation hash rate estimate, this would result in a $2.3 billion reduction in annual sell pressure from the miners. Now, number two, having brings new demand. With supply being diminished, demand is the only remaining variable determining the market price of BTC. Many market participants understand the supply side dynamics at play due to the halvings. Historically, this has led to a surge in demand in the months following each halving as evidenced by on-chain data. We'll be checking out these charts in a little bit. And due to the positive sentiment, market participants prepare to deploy capital at the first sign of upward momentum. Now decreased supply plus increased demand equals strong positive signal for the price appreciation. Number three, the halvings cannot be priced in. Despite their predictable nature, halvings cannot be fully priced in before they occur. A higher price today would result in more miners coming online, introducing additional sell pressure and limiting the price appreciation. And moreover, the weakest miners, those with old generation machines and or high operating costs, are the first to unplug post-halving. The elimination of these miners significantly reduces the sell pressure as they were selling most of their Bitcoin to fund their operations. Lastly, there are some market participants that believe halvings are bad for the security of the Bitcoin network as the diminishing block subsidy reduces the amount of miners, making Bitcoin more vulnerable to an attack. And when halvings successfully occur, these doubters are proved wrong and positive sentiment increases. Now, number four, Bitcoin cycle volatility and historical performance. Bitcoin's extreme volatility is a side effect of its halving shocks and rapid global adoption, resulting in four distinct stages within each halving cycle. Stage one, the halving. Stage two, the bull market, stage three, the bear market, and then stage four, recovery. And while Bitcoin is often criticized for its extreme volatility on a long enough time horizon, its volatility is solely to the upside. Keep that in mind. Now, nobody who has ever bought Bitcoin and held it for more than five years is down on their purchase. That's worth repeating. Nobody who has ever bought Bitcoin and held it for more than five years is down on their purchase. So where my long-term hodlers at, holla in the live chat. And for each epoch, the price of Bitcoin has increased Increase by the following amounts from the halving to the next bull market top. From 2009 to 2011, we had a 584x increase in price action. From 2012 to 2015, 92x. From 2016 to 2019, 30x. And from 2020 to 2024, 7.7x. And now, number five, diminishing returns may not be the case. Going forward, some question the bullishness of these halvings as the stock of existing Bitcoin grows relative to the amount of new. Bitcoin's being mined. This is a common perspective, but it may be incorrect. Less than 10% of the existing Bitcoin have moved in the last month. A large majority of Bitcoin is held by users unwilling to sell at today's price. Now, the small amount of Bitcoins that is moving and being traded is what determines today's price. There is a baseline of demand, and from Bitcoiners saving for the future, the reduction in sell pressure becomes more pronounced each having after Bitcoin more than doubles in price. This indicates that having induced reductions in sell pressure could become more extreme and potentially lead to larger bull runs in the future. Now 2024 will be the first halving where the supply of Bitcoin available for trade decreased since the previous halving. And during spring of 2020, the percentage of the outstanding Bitcoin available for trade was at an all-time high, indicating the Bitcoin was over becoming more abundant. However, however, this trend had reversed over the last three and a half years. And as the new bull market begins, there will be less Bitcoin available than the previous cycles, the first halving. This has ever occurred. And assuming the price of $35,000 at the date of the halving, a $400,000 cycle top would break the trend of diminishing returns, which is a reasonable expectation due to the two billion having supply shock and increasing scarcity, a liquid BTC supply on the exchanges. Now number six, juxtaposition with gold. Gold is an asset similar to Bitcoin, and that they are both non-sovereign stores of value. However, when juxtaposed, Bitcoin poses far more desirable attributes. Facts number one: Bitcoin is absolutely scarce, while gold is only relatively scarce. That's true because with uh, gold, you can continue mining a new supply, adding to the overall you know supply each every year. With Bitcoin, there could never be more than 21 million Bitcoin. And number two, Bitcoin is more portable, divisible, fungible, and is less vulnerable to rehypothecation by centralized custodians' facts. So after the 2024 halving, the inflation rate of Bitcoin will fall under 1%, which is less than half that of gold. Now $400,000 per Bitcoin would put the market cap of Bitcoin just beneath the parity with gold. Let's go. Can't wait for a 12 trillion market cap for the king crypto personally. Now given the bullish catalyst induced by the halving, we believe this is a fair estimate for the top of the coming Bitcoin cycle. Now let's take a look at some of these charts, which they shared. This first one shows you the Bitcoin price issuance with the 90 day moving, 90 day change issuance. And you can see uh, you know, the different uh, metrics here in the different colors, and then let's go to their next chart here. It shows you entities net growth with a 30 day moving average. You can see the surge in demand and just continuing to move on up like clockwork. And then in this final chart here, we can see the Bitcoin price all time highs for each cycle, which is separated, which you can see here. Yeah, so I mean, if history doesn't repeat, oftentimes it shall rhyme, so I cannot wait. And I'd personally love to see a $400,000 price action. And this shows you the hash rate, which just continues to climb, reaching all time highs, making the Bitcoin network more secure than it's ever been uh, before. And they also shared an interesting update which I might as well read that as well. Right here, part two, let's read a touch of this and then we'll dive into our live Q&A. What machine and electricity rate will Bitcoin miners need to survive this 2024 halving? Check it out. There are three distinct phases in the time before, during, and after the 2024. Bitcoin halving, we've got number one, the pre-halving, number two, the post-halving, and number three, post-capitulation. Number one, the pre-halving before the 2024 halving. All miners will be operating at a profit but are likely selling at least enough Bitcoin to cover their operation. Expenses. Miners with the most efficient machines and the lowest energy rates have the lowest Bitcoin break-even prices, and the miners with higher break-even prices are either unprofitable or forced to sell at a higher percentage of the Bitcoin that they mine in order to cover their operating expenses. And also, uh, it includes what's miner and Avalon equivalents, which uh, size-adjusted for the percentage of the total network hash rate. Now, let's discuss the post-having after the 2024 having. Many miners will become unprofitable since miners have already made significant capital expenditures for mining Bitcoin infrastructure and are locked into energy contracts, they are unlikely to turn off immediately. So instead, they will try to continue operating for as long as possible, hoping the Bitcoin increases enough to make them profitable again. Now, unless Bitcoin price appreciates quickly, the extreme margin compression will begin to force inefficient miners offline. And number three, the post-capitulation. Following the capitulation of inefficient miners, difficulty will adjust down, uh, lowering the break-even prices for surviving miners who will become even more profitable. So there you have it. I mean, uh, shout out again to Blockware. Awesome analysis on their outline of the Bitcoin price going to $400,000 per coin at the epoch of the next halving, which again is right around the corner next year. Let me know if you agree or disagree in the comments right down below. And don't forget to check out cryptonewsalerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. Hoddle.